0: Uh, Lyons is north of Omaha quite a ways and and, uh, drove up there and um, didn't know very many of the guys that were up there. Uh, Two or three is all that I uh, knew. Brother Gray, Brother Stark, and uh, Brother Zeckman, I think, were the only three that I knew. And uh, there were probably 25 guys there or so. And and, uh, one of them was Brother Fiedler. And uh, found out that he's from Ohio. He's an evangelist, has a burden uh, to see people saved and and see churches uh, planted and and has a real desire to uh, be in the West and to reach out to these uh, small churches all over the West and and uh, we talked for quite some time and and uh, I just thought you know one of these days I need to to have him down and he was asking about the BCRM, and, and he told me, he said, you know, I may have that weekend open. And uh, through that, he showed up, and we made those plans, and he got down here, and, and I asked him to preach tonight, and I just, I love what, uh, you know, our, our mouth speaks of our heart, and I love what I hear, and uh, just, it's amazing how God can bring us together all over the country and that commonality of Jesus Christ, and, and uh, we're brothers, and, and I just thank God for that. And so he's going to come and preach in a moment. But one thing that I, I want to give testimony to um, t- today in, in, the, in the baptisms, we, the youngest one was seven, oldest one was 83. Um, how many ethnic groups did we have? We had a bunch. And you know what? It um doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who you are, does it? And uh ground is level at the cross and we just gotta we just have to uh keep sharing the gospel. And uh I'm just gonna put it on record. I hope God gives us this county. And uh we uh if you're going to do something great for god let's ask him to do something that's beyond our imagination and uh let's let god do something that is as the scriptures said about solomon's temple magnificent and let let god's work be that as we see people trust christ and uh, see their lives changed see their families changed and um People can think that the devil is stout and strong and, and the government is wicked and all of that, but God is greater, and uh we we just want to be a part of it. We just want to see what God can do and uh, I, I pray i I pray we do this again this year before the end of the year and uh I, I pray that uh, we're as swelled up with people in this building as we was our old one and kind of oozing out the sides, you know? (laughs) And uh, let's just see what God can do. But Brother Fiedler, it's a blessing to have you. So you come and just share what God has laid on your heart.
1: It's a blessing and an honor to be here, and it is. It's just God never ceases to amaze me how he just gives us the desires of our heart. So many carnal Christians, we uh, take that out of context and and use it in a carnal way, but you know what, when when we want to be around real men of God, when we want to be around real Christians, it's amazing how God, he can just put it together, And, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm just thankful for what God's doing here, and he never ceases to amaze me, and he'll never cease to amaze you if you'll continue just to keep your eyes on him, but uh, if you would, turn in your Bibles uh, this evening to Psalm, Psalm 42, there's, Psalm 42, there's, I just, I take very serious what the Lord wants, when he wants it and how he wants it and, and uh, I believe this is what the Lord would have for tonight and I've been praying about this and I've been praying for the conference here, I've been praying, I'm going to be praying that I'm, I'm just, I'm very encouraged by what God's doing here, but you know what? God's doing this in some places around this country. And I'm seeing some things, some sparks of revival that God can do it, he wants to do it. We just gotta get out of the way and let him. You know, there's so, I'm gonna be praying for this church and you know, that there's the, the spiritual level, the, these people is it. you know, we all at different levels. I'm thankful for churches that that meet people where they're at. I'm thankful that, you know, Jesus gave us the greatest example. I want to look at a little bit of that tonight, but there's uh, Psalm 42. Let's uh, read or er, uh, start here in verse 1. Psalm 42 in verse 1, the Bible says, As the heart panteth after the water's brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day, they went to church. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy waterspouts. All thy ways and thy billows are gone over me, yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night. I'm thankful for that. His song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life. I hope that he's the God of your life tonight. I will say unto you, or unto I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. That you're my God. Father, that you're personal to me. And Father, you want to be personal to everyone else. Father, I pray that you would draw us closer to you tonight. Father, we need to be closer to you. Father, I need to be closer to you. The pastors here need to be closer to you. Father, clear down to the oldest, to the youngest. We all need to be closer to you. Father, speak to our hearts tonight. Father, I ask that you would bind Satan by the blood of Jesus. Father, do what only you can do. We ask all this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. Where is thy God? Where is thy God? You know, I love that up there, the, that all the earth may know that there is a God. It almost... The closer I get to the Lord, the more it makes me angry that this world, they just, they, they blaspheme, they, they do so much against my God. I start, I'm starting to understand a little bit more and more how David and, and Daniel and some of these other people, these stories in the Bible and, and some of the prophets felt about, you know, there, there's, it's my God. What do, you think, what do you think you're doing to my God? It, it needs to, he needs to be personal to us. He needs not only to be personal to him and to him. And and Brother Thane, he needs to be personal to each and every one of you. Look at me, young people. Young people, look at me. He needs to be personal to you, too. If there's anything that's going to keep you from this world, it's not going to be you trying hard enough. He has to be real to you, and he has to be your God, and you have to see him that way. That's the only thing. Where is thy God? want you to think about this we want others to change the way they are or what they do or don't do but what do they see from you what do they see from you i'm not talking about well they just see oh yeah i go to church hey i'm here on sunday night I come on Wednesday night, you know, I might be a Sunday school teacher, I might do this, I might be a preacher, I might, it doesn't matter, what do they see from you? Because we're not getting the job done in America, I'm telling you. And this is the whole reason why, is, you know what, I go across this country and literally watch people that are just searching, they're searching for the truth. And they're searching for something that's real. And you know what? If they'll see, you know, not just play in church, not just saying these things, not just knowing what we're to do and what we're, that we're to say the things, you know what? They don't even understand. They, the Bible says they cannot, they do not and cannot understand spiritual things. The lost world. You know, I want to repeat that. We want others to change the way they are. You know, my dad, I grew up Catholic. My dad was lost. He he may have just gotten saved. I shared the gospel with him multiple times. I begged God that he would bring draw him drawing to himself, that he'd get saved. I flew here yesterday on Saturday. Next Saturday, I get the opportunity to pick up my dad from the airport, come and visit me and my family for the first time in seven years since God called me to sell everything and go on the road and to preach and change my whole life. And My dad told me that year that he would never come to visit me doing what I'm doing. So that's a You want to talk about a testimony? Praise the Lord. God's brought him to that point. And I'm thankful for that. But you know what? How does that happen? He saw something different. He's seen something different in me. Not because of me, but because of God. He's seen something different in my kids. Not because of me, but because of my God. My God. I hope he's your God. Not just that you're saved. You know what? Because you can be saved and he is your God. But in your heart, he's not truly your God. Where that's the thing. You know, we have so many idols. There's so many things in our lives that we let come in and distract us. Even good things. And you know what? Some of you understand what I'm talking about. But in the hard times, that's when they need. When people are like, wow. I can't imagine, but they see us smile. They see they see us keep going. They see us keep having the joy of the Lord. They keep doing you know, all these things that it's my God. I love my God. I continue to do. And you know what? That's what we need to show them. We want others to change. We want evidence. And it's easy when things are easy. But when things are tough, that's when it gets tougher. And I'll show you some of that in a minute. But what do they see from you? We look here in Psalms 42, Psalm 42 and verse 1. Here's where it starts. He didn't make a mistake of the way this psalm was started, as the heart panteth after the waters brooks. See, how do people, how do we see in these hard times, how do do they see something different from us than what they see from everybody else? You know, I've thought that much. How, how, do, how many Christians actually show the rest of the lost and dying world anything different than just a lost person that's a good person? Do You ever think about that? You know, I don't even like to call myself a Christian, to be honest with you, because that means Christ-like, and I'm not even close christian is christ-like and, and i'm not even close i'm not even i i i would be lying and lying before an almighty god before jesus and taking something away from my god from my jesus my savior that i literally am like him or even remotely like him i know my heart as andrew murray so oh, oh wretched man that i am as it says in romans chapter 7 oh wretched man that i am that's hard to say Oh, wretched man that I am in the heart, you know, there's, I have a desire to be closer to God, but I know the battle that I face every single day with my flesh. I want to be closer to Him. But as this is how, in verse 1, as the heart panteth after the waters brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God. I think about, you know, I look at this corn I farmed. I look at this corn all shriveled up. It's thirsty. It's thirsty. And I think about today, as hot as it was today, if we were, you know, we were in the air conditioning most of the day and things, but if we were out working. And I think about when I was an infantry soldier and about how all I ever wanted is some days where I would just, I would give anything for water. That I just thirsteth. Think about the thing that you moat that if you've been thirsty, that you've been working hard and you've just you you ran out of water or something, you just you're so thirsty where you just give anything for it. Why can't we be that way with God? Why can't we have a thirst for Him like that? No matter what, that no matter what anybody else says, no matter what it's gonna put us out, no matter what it's gonna cost, money, time, whatever, that we wanna be closer to him. Why not? Why can't we be like that? Where we'll literally want water more than we'll want God. You know what? Someday I get to leave this world. And I get to see my Savior. Then I won't have this flesh anymore. I'm looking forward to that day. I'm looking forward to that day right after getting to see Jesus. Not having to deal with this. But what do you really want? You get what you go after. You know what? This didn't happen by accident. God wants to do what happened right here today every single ch- in every single church, in other churches that aren't even started, and all that kind of stuff. He wants to show the world that there's a God in heaven. But He can't. Because you know what? He won't force us. He wants to use a man. He wants to use a man and a woman in churches. He wants to use us. For our good and his glory. As the heart panteth after the waters brooks, so panteth. I'm thirsty, a dog panteth. My soul after thee, O God. We need to meditate on God's word. We need to let him work in our heart. We need to let him show Himself real to us. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God, not all the other dead gods, not all the other gods of this world. When shall I come and appear before God? Look at that in verse 3. My tears have been my my meat day and night. You ever had a time you didn't, couldn't even eat. All you could do was cry. You ever have a time where you don't even know the words to pray? I believe from what I've heard, there's been some of that here. But I'm thankful that my God knows my heart. I'm thankful that my God knows your heart. And I'm thankful that he wants to help us. He wants us to cast our burdens upon him. He wants to show himself real to us. He wants to grow us closer to him. He wants to use you. Young people, look at me. He wants to use you. It doesn't matter what the world says. You don't need friends here. What a friend we have in Jesus, one of my favorite songs. You know what? Nobody in this world can like me. We want to be encouraged by everybody on this earth, but there's no better encourager than Jesus. But look at this, my tears have been my meat day and night, verse 3, Psalm 42, verse 3. While they continually say unto me, where's thy God? Where's thy God now? Well, I wonder what Morgan County's thinking now. I wonder, you know what? I hope the governor of Colorado sees what happened this morning. You know what? Where's thy God? Where is thy God? Is he yours? Is he personal? Can other people see that? You know what? Some people's got a hold of that here. You're starting to at least. Because you wouldn't have the people coming in. You know why people come? Or why people don't come? It's because, you know what, they see something different. They see your God in you. It may take some time. My dad, I've only seen him cry twice in my life. I was raised to be a tough, tough, tough men don't cry. I'm a crybaby now. But you know what? We need to be tough. We need to be men. I was an infantry soldier. We are hard as woodpecker lips. Think about it. Isn't woodpecker lips hard? We were. That's what we said. We're hard as woodpecker lips. You want to talk about humbling? God had to do a lot of humbling from bringing me down from the what the military did in me. But you know what? We need to be. We need to be a man. But we need to rely on God. We need to be meek. We need to have a meek and quiet spirit. We need to be humble meek is not weak what do you do in tough times or trials because there's different things there's tough times you've had loss here there's trials there's those temptations there's the things that god puts us through to refine us i think about the clay and i'm thankful and i was praying and in and praising God that, you know what, that he's the potter and I'm the clay and he molds me and makes me and he still is if I'll let him into what he wants me to be. He molds us only if we let him to make us more like Jesus. Do you want that? Do you just want the title a Christian? Or do you really want to be closer To your God, to where you can be, to the place where you can have faith, where you can have faith like David did, where you can have faith like Daniel did, where you can have faith like, I mean, do you honestly think? I believe with all of my heart that God could use a man like he used David. I believe with all my heart that he could use a man like he did Daniel. I believe that he, with all of my heart, that he could use a person in this room just like Moses. He's God. My Bible says, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you believe that? If that's the case, he can. And you know what? That's what our world needs to see, is some people that when they ask that there's, where is thy God, that they see there's no question who your God is because he's working through you and he's doing amazing things for his honor and his glory, but you have to let him. It's the way, and it's not easy. We do all this stuff, and we know this stuff. We know this stuff intellectually and all these things, but you know what? What about our heart? Leonard Ravenhill said in his book, Why Revival Tarries, a message from the mind reaches the mind, but a rest message from the heart reaches the heart. We need God. We need the Holy Spirit of God. We need the Holy Spirit to literally just to reach down and and Work in the hearts of people. And he wants to. What do you do in tough times or trials? Psalm 42, 4, when I remember these things. When I remember these things. When I remember these things about how much I want God and how much I thirst for him and about, you know, in these tough times, And then I just want to be closer to him. I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with him to the house of God. I went with him to the church. I'm doing things. You ever been to the place where you're like, God, what more do you want from me? I don't understand. You know what? It's okay that we ask him that. It's okay, like Miss Laura said, to ask, why God? Why? Be like, I'm glad to tell you. I'd be glad to show you. He loves us. He loves us more than we can comprehend. We don't know what true love really is. I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. I've done all these things. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. You know what? We're, We're awful thankful. You know, we need to be thankful for what God does for us. But we need to be more thankful for who he is. who he is that he's god and look he knows a whole lot better than we know you know what who do i think i am who do i think i am who do you think you are we're just a servant we're nobody we deserve nothing we're blessed way more than we deserve but see, we, we, do we really believe that in our heart? I don't all the time. I try to be real with people. I'm just being honest. How do I expect you to be honest if I'm not honest? Think about it. For the help of his countenance. Oh my God. How can we get through these things? How can we see all of this going on around us? It started with COVID. Then we have these things, and it's continued to get worse. I mean, you guys live in Colorado. Beautiful state. Beautiful state. I just came from Michigan. Beautiful state. Now, I like mountains myself, so I think Colorado is more beautiful. But, amen. (laughs) But you know what? Oh, my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and the Hermonites. Deep calleth unto deep. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. Do you believe that? You're really in your heart when we're struggling and, and we, we battle with this flesh every day. We're in a battle. We have an enemy. I don't know why, what the deal is with Christians and even myself sometimes where, you know what, I had no problem in the military that there's an enemy, you know, and I would be prepared for it, but I surely am not always prepared for it now. I don't realize that that battle, that when I wake up in the morning, that I'm thankful for the mercies are new every morning, but that we are in a battle but you know what greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world I read that somewhere I will say unto my unto God my rock why hast thou forgotten me he's not forgotten sometimes it seems like that why go I mourning because of the oppression of my enemy As with the sword in my bones, my enemy reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where's that God? You know what? There's going to be some things coming that God's works in such a great way. There's going to be some things said about some people. There's going to be some things probably said about this church. There's going to be different things. But you know what? I know the one that knows the truth. And if you really believe that, let him take care of it. Reproach. What does that mean, to charge with a fault, to suggest blame for anything? I want you to turn with me to Luke chapter 6. Where's that God? What does people see from you? We want others to change. You know, I've seen this in my own life, in my own family. We want others to change. I got the opportunity. We talk about funerals. I understand what God can do through a funeral while you're turning to Luke chapter 6. I got the opportunity to do a funeral for my dad's youngest brother's oldest son last November, in a town that there was one church, a big Catholic church, to preach the gospel to almost 300 Catholics and atheists or whatever. That's God. I was begging him. It was a miracle that they even let me. He had come to me the year before because he saw something and asked me. He started getting questions. About about God and about religion, and I shared the gospel. I said, This is what it's about. When's the last time somebody's come to you? And I tell you that, not because I'm anybody. But do they see God in you more than anybody else that they know or that they've seen? Do they see God in you? Do they? Luke chapter 6 and verse 24. The Bible says, "Woe unto, But woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. This is, if you have a red letter Bible, this is Jesus speaking. Woe unto you that are full, for ye shall hunger. Woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. You know what? We laugh now. We're, we're on a high. But you know what? It's coming. There's going to be hard times. You laugh now, but you're going to weep later. Look, we, why would we need to go to heaven if it was just so great here on earth? There's sin. Sin is abounding. Why do we get so wrapped up and distracted by sin when we know the one that has overcome all of it? Look at this in verse 26, Luke 6, 26. Woe unto you when all men shall speak well of you. Yeah, it's easy then. It's easy to be a Christian when we're at at church. It's easy to be a preacher when we're around other preachers or when we're around people that like us. Woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. Look at this in verse 27. But I say unto you, which here... Love your enemies. Do you really think about this? Love your enemies. I don't know about you, but I struggle with that. Love the ones that don't like you. Love the ones that's wronged you. We don't understand what true love is, the way Jesus loves. He loved us so much God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son that was sinless. He did nothing. Young people, but somebody, he did this to me, so I had to do it to him. But you know what? Most of us adults, we're still stuck there. Well, I got to do it back to him. They deserve it. And We could go on and on and on. But what are we showing to a lost and dying world? What are we showing? Do they see Jesus in you, as the song goes? But I say unto you which hear, in verse 27, love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you. Think about that. Bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. It's tough. That's not something our flesh does. That's not something we can do in the flesh. How many at that funeral that I preached, I watched some of my dad's siblings that hadn't talked for 30 plus years get right with each other and the pain that it brought them, the one that was unwilling to forgive, And all of that. My one dad's one brother just called me the other day. One of them that forgave and and we were talking about that. Very few of them would even talk to me before that. It's amazing what God can do if they see our God in us. Not when things are easy. Not when they expect something a certain way. But when... They expect something a certain way and they see something different. They're like, how does that happen? That they can't understand because God worked through us. They saw our God because we thirsted after him. Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. Yes, I repeated that because honestly I need it repeated many times. Luke 29, and unto him... That smiteth thee on one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that asketh of thee, and watch this, and of him that taketh away the goods, ask them not again. And as, in verse 31, And as ye would, that men should do to you, do ye also. To them likewise. And as ye would that the men should do to you, do ye also likewise. Do we want to see something change? Then we have to change. They have to see something different. Verse 33, and if ye do good to them which do good to you, watch this. What thank have you? Do good to them that do good to you? Doesn't lost people do that? Think about that. Doesn't the lost and dying world? I'm not saying all. Some of them do good to them that do good to them. That's easy. If somebody does something good to you, it's easy to do something good back to them. But what would Jesus do? What does he tell us to do? Look at this here. In verse 33, the end, What thank have ye, for sinners also do even the same. And if ye lend to them of whom ye hope to receive, what thank have ye, for sinners also lend to sinners to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again, and your reward shall be great, and ye shall be The children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. I want you to think about this for a second. Think about how good your God is to you, when how bad you are to him. Let's be honest. No, I'm I'm serious. Let's be honest. Think about how my my God, how good he's been to me, how good he is to me every day. There's and how I don't come to him. I'm so unthankful for things, and I forget him so much. He just wants to hear from me. You know, if you're a parent, you want to hear from a child, and we don't talk to him, we'll talk to him for five minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the morning. I'm spiritual. What'd he do for you? What's he do for you? He made you. He knows you better than you know yourself. See, we need to get a hold of who we are or who we're not and who he is. Think about that. That'll change our perspective a little bit. It says in verse 36, be therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. Give people mercy. We want God's mercy. We want others' mercy. Do we always give people mercy? I don't. I don't. I'm not proud of that. In those tough times, I'm not talking about when it's easy, I'm talking about in the tough times. Judge not. And you shall not be judged. condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Got to be honest with you, church. I was so blessed to see the diversity of people here this morning. Diversity of people getting baptized. I look at a church. And can tell a lot just from the people. If everybody's all prim and proper. Which is good. There's nothing wrong with it. Clear down. I preached at a church in Kentucky. The whole front row was drug addicts. Praise the Lord. The pastor sits in drug court every Tuesday. Look, that's what God's called him to do. The answer to America is Jesus. The answer to America is Jesus. They need to see Jesus in us. Not just us beat them over the head with this Bible. Think about it. We need to tell them. We need to tell them the truth. In love. And We need to show them a real Christian as good as we can be. And you know what? Just ask God. You have not because you asked not to help you. And he will. It's amazing. Sometimes I feel so dumb. It's like, why didn't I ask God sooner? Look at this. Verse 38. I'm still working on this too. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together. And running over shall men give into your bosom for with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. It's amazing how God will just give things back to you. And he spake a parable unto them. Can the blind lead the blind? Shall they not both fall in the ditch? But that's so much what's going on. The blind's leading the blind. And then we wonder, and we get discouraged, like, God, why aren't you doing anything? He's like, because I can't. You won't let me. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. We're the problem, it's not God. Did you ever think about that? He didn't make it hard. He didn't make salvation hard. He didn't make any of this stuff hard. The way it's hard is because we have flesh that the Bible says is enmity against God. I don't want to be against my God. Do you? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? We have these times of struggle. And God just wants us to come to him. He wants us to cry out to him. He wants us to spend more time with him, just like we do our children. We want our children to spend more time. We want our children to call. I think about the time, and I think about my mom's boy. When I call her, and even, you know what, praise God, even my dad, I, he'll talk to me for two hours on the phone now. When a few years ago, he wouldn't even talk to me, he would hand the phone to my mom. And I'm not saying that my dad is a good man. He's a hardworking man. There, there's He taught me character, and I'm thankful for that. But you know what? Just like We want to hear from our children. Or I hear that in my dad or my mom's voice. That's only a little bit of what God does. Because you know what? He loves us in spite of ourselves. Think about that. He loves me in spite of me. In spite of how I hurt him. In spite of how much I forget him in spite of how much I'm unthankful, and I could go on and on and on. Where's thy God? Can your enemies see God through you tonight? Look, I'll be praying that Platte Valley Baptist Church, that God will give you this county, and you'll turn this county upside down for him, and the next county, and the next county, and this country. That it will spill over into Kansas, brother. But it's not going to happen unless it's by this. Unless you thirst for him more than anything else. You want it more than anything else. And that you will beg him for it. And that you'll beg him to make you more like Jesus. Because that way, when times are tough, when those times, those opportunities that God can show himself real that the world, that the earth may know that there's a God in heaven. Let's stand. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Where's thy God tonight? Can your enemies see God through you? Heads bowed and eyes closed. I wouldn't be much of a preacher if I didn't ask this. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Would anybody tonight be honest with yourself and God? And say, Brother Fiedler, would you pray for me? I'm not 100% sure that I'm going to heaven. I've never truly accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. Anybody like that at all would just be honest with yourself and me and God and say, Brother Fiedler, pray for me. Just slip up your hand. Say, Brother Fiedler, pray for me. I'm not saved. I'm not for sure that if I died, I'd go to heaven. Anyone at all? Anyone. Okay, let's pray. Then after I say amen, the music will play and the altar's open. Father, thank you for your mercy and your grace, me. Father, thank you for molding me and making me more and more into what you'd have me to be. Father, I thank you for what's going on in this church. God, I ask that you would help them, grow them closer to you, Father. Change them and use them and. Do what you need, you know they need. Father, do what only you can do. Father, please, work in hearts. Work in my heart. We love you and we thank you so much for loving us more than we can comprehend. Help us to understand that love in a greater way so we can love our enemies, so we can be more like Jesus. Father, we love you and ask all this in Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. As the music plays, about you tonight, where's thy God? you willing to humble yourself. The altar's open. You can pray at your seats. Don't do it for me. Do it for him. I'm nobody. He's everything. He's everybody. He's the alpha and the mega, the beginning and the end the great comforter is everything he's my God is he yours truly I'm not saying are you saved but in your heart is he truly your God do you thirst after him do you want to spend time with him spend time with him. You have to pray.
0: Father, we continue to just come to you tonight and thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the challenge tonight. And Lord, I pray that the world and our enemies and our community, our friends, our family can see you through us. Father, I pray that you will bless tonight and help us remember what we've heard today, what we've seen today. And that, Lord, we will walk closer to you through this. I pray that you give us a good week. And Father, I pray that you use us as we go out and about to uh, share the good news. Lord, again, we love you. Thank you, Lord, for the message tonight. Thank you for the day. I pray that you will guide and direct us home safely tonight and use us in your work. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. Platte Valley Baptist Church.